Hey everyone, this is Mike and Tammy from Flyover Logic. We are so glad you found us and thank you so much for listening. Please, if you have even moderately enjoyed this podcast or want to participate in the conversation, follow us on all the things. Like our Facebook page, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. We're on Twitter now. Uh, We will be continually posting uh, links to books, articles, people, movies, or whatever the other things we reference during our shows. So follow us on all the things to stay up to date and connected. Also, if we miss a link or if you have questions, comments, or topic ideas, please send them our way via Messenger, Twitter, or however you like to digitally connect. And lastly, as they say, listen once, shame on me. Listen twice, shame on you. Listen three times and you'd better be leaving a review. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. That was great. great. Please, if you have been listening to the show and you like what you hear, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever platform of your choice. Uh, Share us with your friends. Share us with your (laughs) non-friends. Just share us far and wide. Again, this is Mike and Tammy from the Flyboard Podcast, and thanks for listening. Welcome, everyone. This is Mike and Tammy back for another round of Flyover Logic. I'm Mike, a former teacher turned business owner, lifelong conservative, and a bit of a political hot dish. And I'm Tammy, a sociology professor whose studies and life experience has firmly planted me in the liberal camp. Each episode will give you a brief take on what's got us thinking, what the heck? We'll take a deeper dive into one big topic, and we'll end with sharing something happy, leaving you all with some Minnesota nice. Sometimes you need a bird's eye view to make sense of the world, and sometimes you need to land the plane and take a look around. We hope to do both and help each other learn something along the way. All right. Here we go again. Right? <laughs> Here we go again. Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to start off with another round of what the heck. I have to make us laugh because otherwise the what the heck's too depressing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So it's it has. Good. <laughs> it has to start with giggles. I love take yeah. a run at it i i find it interesting that somehow i've managed to giggle a whole lot in these episodes even though we're talking about like, i know every time i'm like it's I not laugh. funny this no. isn't funny but no. this is funny but i laugh because okay. it's, that's part of being human <laughs> okay all right so what the heck um today we just we just wanted to maybe share in this um a barber in michigan Remained open against the rules. Um, well, they re- they reopened. Reopened, yes, yeah, okay. against against the against the rules of their state, um, and they were guarded by armed gun wielding gun wielding brandishing. Let's <laughs> use those words. Yes. Um, angry angry white dudes like with guns. Well, hold on. Were they angry? Did they say anything? If you stand outside the door and give me a what the heck? Well, we're not following I, these rules. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a gun you're in case somebody. Projecting. <laughs> You're projecting there. I'm not saying they the, weren't. The image you put off sure. is probably going to be perceived as yes. Okay. Yes. Sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the governor <laughs> and the legislature had to um, cancel their work for oh yeah today because there were death threats um, from these protesters who had previously come into the capital. Why do I always continually guns? feel like I have to, like, I have to, I, I <gasps> feel like I have to, like, stick up for people and I don't want to and it's very frustrating <laughs> because there weren't, like, there were, anyway. 
So I know, right? Like, why do we have? Why do I feel like I have to hash like the difference between no. like uh, general incitements of violence and a death threat? Because like they are. I mean, because legally they're different. You know, like yeah. where you like I am going to kill yeah. X Y Z yeah. versus like you I'll know, kill anyone. What, what was the the post? The placard was uh, tyrants get the noose, <laughs> right? Or tyrants get the rope. You yeah. know, like uh, uh-huh. why do I have? To- <laughs> Mm-hmm. So never mind. Yeah. So the barber shop. Yeah. Right. What do you think, Mike? Um, I thought it was horrible. I, I, there's not really any. I will do my best to draw some gray area, but for the most part, <laughs> like I'm gonna try to help. I'm gonna try you, really help. So well, because like, okay, so um, I think that if you want to make a political statement. And you think that you should be able to reopen. I think you should do that. I think you should be public about it. Uh, I think, it, I, you know, I think, I believe the, the barber was wearing a mask and the person was, you know, whatever. They took some precautions or sure. whatever. Um, those are all great. But then you should be ready and willing to be like either shut down or arrest it. Like if you're, you're going to make a pro, you're making a protest. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, but the as I understood it, which I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Uh, the armed, uh, basically militia. I mean, they're yes. like they were part of a militia group, yeah. Um, and their ex- stated explicit purpose was to protect him from the police. Yeah, and that was. So that's why I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm trying to draw the gray area like a barber guy if you want to make a statement and you're gonna do this thing mm-hmm. I support you in doing that um, I don't necessarily think it's a great idea but like I support your right to do that but putting armed guards outside with the explicit intent of protecting you from the authorities uh, is there's no gray area there that's just that's just wrong and horrible and yeah yeah no and and I think we we joke about the gun thing um the gun wielding or gun brandishing those words <laughs> and we'll talk about guns eventually we'll get there um but i think you're just you're just kind of asking for people to get riled up by oh, stating that that's your purpose sure. by you know showing visibly these guns like which is like again like fine in pro okay hold on let me rephrase that like no it's fine like oftentimes <laughs> Wait, that's what no i mean like yeah. oftentimes that's what protests are right like yeah. they're literally designed to make a statement they're designed yes. to provoke they're designed to do things yeah um but like this is too i mean the there are you i think this is too far yeah like that's too far yeah you're you're not moving the dial <laughs> i don't think but you're gonna make some people real happy and a lot of other people not so. right yeah yeah, no, yeah. it was, uh, yeah, that's a definite what the heck is going on there. And yeah, uh, then their their legislative session, I mean, again, again with me and the the, the uh, headlines, but like <laughs> when they said session, it was yeah. the, for the day, for the day. It was right? The, it was like when, because usually when people are talking about the legislative session, at least in Minnesota, yeah, um, it's a multi-month long, you know, right. like they didn't all go home. Yeah. And, like, we're not governing anymore. We're just not going to have... There was going to be another protest. Yeah. There was people who were going to be bringing their firearms again. And mm-hmm. and uh, on Facebook, apparently, like, the rhetoric got heated enough yep. that they decided that this was um, this was not a good idea. We're just not going to be in the building. Yeah. Which is probably a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that also was just, like, that does... that. What the heck, Michigan? What the I heck? I just feel like, overall, this is... There's just... What yeah. the heck? That is, uh, yeah, what the heck. 
Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Replace our section it. with whatever. <laughs> So yes, uh, mm-hmm. protest away, but but uh, but do it within you know some sort of reason. And if you're going to to break a law, you just need to be prepared to suffer the consequences. And do we need? I mean, like how much? Just think of this. So I'll just put this out there. How much more impactful would it have been if? It could have gone two other ways. The the barber opens up. He does a press release. He calls reporters. Whatever. They're all there. Sure. The 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 government doesn't do anything, right? Let's say they just are like, we're just not even going to wade into this, so we're not going to send anybody there. Okay, yeah. great. So you win, you win there, and that's a story that you can get out there. Sure. Second way it goes down, you do the, all the same things. They send the police in there, and they arrest you, and they put you in jail. And like for your purposes of moving the ball forward. How much more impactful is it if you could be an old barber yeah. in jail? Yeah. Now I'm in jail for my cause. Now I'm in right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. th- th- that will be... Much more impactful, I think. I would just... This is... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think that, like... Again, we talk. I talk about this a lot, where like like fringe elements or whatever, like things get get people latch on to stuff. And right now, there's you know there the the people who are doing the like the militia protests and stuff like that. They were already ticked. Up. The government is horrible and tyrant already. Oh sure, before any of this. But yeah. now they they like, and it's the same thing with a lot of with sometimes with like um, Trump type rallies and things like that. They mm-hmm. they they latch on to this thing that they can now sort of when they they can't just march around town yelling at the government sure now they but have now they have issue. A, an issue and it's yeah. semi-legitimate that a lot of people will benefit you know yeah. so like so they attach onto it to get some some traction yeah. so anyway so barber guy bad choice bad choice bad choice yeah mm-hmm. yeah and just maybe bringing guns to a protest is a bad choice <laughs> I don't know. Just maybe. Go back to that one again. Okay. Um, so we are just going to continue in our coronavirus crap fest. Um, just to wrap up a few things. This is a clean show. It is a yes, clean show. So we call crap, it a crap fest crap instead. Fest instead of- yep. Um, <clears throat> so we just had a whole lot of questions. We started with our last episode to dig into some of those. We wanted to just finish that up. Not really finish, probably. There's just way too much. So We're never going to finish. So let's just dig in a little bit. Um, I really would like to talk about contact tracing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love you. So one of the things I love about contact tracing is that it's a cool buzzword kind of thing now. And so it's the thing that everybody talks about. The, the news loves to do that. They oh, yeah. like, grab onto a thing and then it's, you know, like, I don't know when's the last time I heard a news person talk about flatten the curve. Mm, yes. Like, uh-huh. We're on for to like, a new buzzword. Right. For mm-hmm. like three weeks, it's like the only thing we yes. heard. Flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. And oh, then now. Yes, we can't flatten yes, the curve. Yes, we can't flatten the curve. So, <laughs> so we'll just abandon that and we'll just talk about the new thing. But no, this is important. I, I just, sorry. You just what? I just take it. I just like to take anything you say and then run off to the races in a di- different in a direction. Different direction. <clears throat> no, so let's talk about contact tracing. Okay. What do you so, want to talk about? So, well, I. It just, seems benign. What do you mean by that? Well, I don't know. What is it? Let's go. Let's start with that. What is contact tracing? Okay, so contact tracing, best of my knowledge. Is when you lose your contact. You lose your contact and you find it. Everybody, um, everybody on the ground. Is when, like, hey, Mike has the virus. So then somebody's going to come in. This and is say, an example. <laughs> yes, Mike does not have the virus. But so Mike, I might, Mike I might has, have the virus. I don't know. <laughs> Mike has the virus. Somebody's going to come in, a public health official, and say, okay, Mike, list out where have you been in the last two weeks? 
who have you been in contact with the last two weeks? We're going to try to reach out to as many of those people as sure. we can mm-hmm. to say one of the people you've potentially had contact with has a virus. You should isolate as well. Right. Right. Is that right. I think yeah, that's a pretty good. I think as, as I understand it, that's a pretty good. Well, I mean, like because people throw it out, they don't necessarily right know what that means. Right. Because mm-hmm. uh, like we don't talk like that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't use contact or tracing in any of my normal conversations. No. <laughs> So no. you put them together, it doesn't make it any necessarily any clearer, but... Okay, so currently, um, according to what I could find from the CDC, we currently have 2,200 of these tracers nationwide, public health officials that are there specifically to do this work. They say... It seems wrong. It has to be wrong, right? Like, say, I want to look that... I'm going to lo- do some more, because, like, 2,200? Yeah, and I have the, I have the link, and I'll, and I'll okay, share it. Okay, yeah, so link I, it... But they said they would need like upwards of a hundred thousand or more, right? To do this well, okay, right? To do it, and I think people are starting to freak out. Like, hey, this is Big Brother wanting to track sure. all my movements, and you know, probably going to put a microchip in me or something to do this. Um, would be helpful. <laughs> would be helpful. Oh, we're not. Oh, wait, gonna... you carry one in your pocket. Oh, so there's a whole mm, other layer right yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Um. So two senators, Warren and Levin, um, put forward a bill to create what they're calling the Coronavirus Containment Corps. Yeah, that... A play on words yes. from Roosevelt's Civilian Conservation Corps. Um, after the Great Depression, he put hundreds of thousands to work to um, kind of do this conservation effort. So that's what they're saying. Like, this could put all kinds of people back to work yeah. for the government to do this job. Like, we'll train them. And, you know, <coughs> PSCDC, you need to figure out how to fund that. Um, <laughs> oh, good. We'll, tr- we'll train nice. them and we'll get them back to work to wow. do this necessary job like idealistic i'm writing sorry you just brought up another topic that i would love to talk about sometime is unfunded mandates <laughs> my one figure of my favorite fa- right here here's a new idea figure out how to, you figure out how to do that so you thought that this bill was stupid well no 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 okay i don't think it's stupid because okay. i and i think there was another one i think your word was dumb i think dumb so okay. there's difference there's layers <laughs> okay And it's not, okay, so it's not necessarily dumb. um, No, 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 no. Okay. Let me rephrase that. I was conflating two bills together. Okay. In, I believe it was either Pennsylvania or Massachusetts, somewhere out there, there was a governor who recently also came up with this, like, let's maybe, like, floating a proposal of um, creating some sort of service core to put people back to work. So sure. like it was a it was a more of a stimulus back to work thing. Yeah. And I think that's the part that I I sort of just uh, what I was bristling at um originally mm-hmm. uh was is like okay, I'm not opposed to having some forms of of possible government intervention into mm-hmm. trying to stimulate the economy or whatever. Sure. Um I would like us to sort of take a breath and wait a minute before yeah. we create a new jobs program. Sure. Because, yes, 34 million people, uh, you know, applied for unemployment in the last eight weeks. Yeah. Uh, new unemployment claims. Yeah. That should be differentiated because that's yeah, not necessarily not the unemployment. And there's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's different, there's variations there, or there's yeah. gray area there too. Um but that has been declining. So this last week, hey, only 3 million people. So hey. that was great, which is like still way high. But um, 
We're on the downtrend on there. Everybody else is still on it. But as we see, you know, as the states reopen and as yeah. we learn how to deal with this, like I would like to, before we go too deep into that kind of stuff, which I know that there's risk in that because mm-hmm. if you don't act fast enough, it could get worse. Sure. I would like to try to get a little better idea of what are we actually looking at. Yeah. Because I think originally I was more, I mean, every almost all economists were more, um, optimistic about like a V-shaped recovery uh. Uh, and like that's sort of fading now and yeah. like this is going to maybe take longer but we also so we just don't know the trajectory yeah in two months half of the people could have maybe gone back to their old jobs already and so or more sure. or we don't know sure so that was I think my 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 this is dumb is the like we don't need to make a jobs program yet sure I think that's super interesting because I didn't latch on to that piece at all um and I was like, oh, well, if we need these people anyway. <laughs> that's what I, see, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, this so is a classic liberal conservative thing. You're like, yeah, we need these people. Let's do it. And I'm like, um, hold on. We need to, well, how are we going to pay for that? Well, yeah. I, and, and to be fair, like, they haven't, I, I looked at the text of the, the the thing that they put through. And sure. there are no details. Oh, yeah, right. Just They're just like, like hey, we should, we should do this. this yes. right. um, but I was like, okay, so if the CDC is saying we need to do this. This is one of the best ways to mitigate the right. virus, whatever. We need these people. And then like, oh, all these people are out of work. Oh, okay. A plus B. Like it makes sense logically it to yes, me. Yes, it does. Let's put some of these people back to work by training them to do this Might that we well. have a need for. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, on a personal note story, I have a nephew who was currently, well, not currently, he was doing an AmeriCorps oh, yeah. year uh-huh. and he was out in the West Coast um, doing projects uh, out there for AmeriCorps, and uh, they got called home. Obviously, sure. uh, part of it, part of it was their safety, and part of it, like all the places they were doing projects for, like basically canceled. Right. Like, don't come here. We're done. Yeah. So they came home, and he's not going back. They originally were hoping to bring him back, but he's not going back. But they, he is doing a different AmeriCorps thing now in uh, the Twin Cities, um, where he will be a contact tracer. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So like there are some, and that's a government that entity that, you know, so like for the next three months or whatever, before he goes back to school, hopefully he's going back to school. Yeah. Um, he will be remotely doing contact tracing. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's happening a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So some of that's happening, you know, already. And that's a, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Interesting. So it'll be interesting, I think, to see what details then they add to this idea. Like, how are we going right. to pay for it? How are we going to pay for it? And I, yeah, it'll and, be interesting to see. And it is complicated because we're because we are the United States of America. Like, different states will have different need levels, yeah. and different states, like Minnesota, is already working on ramping up. I mean, basically, we're going to do it ourselves, mm-hmm. which. Which, and, and which again, these, I love. I love to are see from states that are doing that too, which I thought was interesting. Oh, that their states are already doing it. Sure, but um, so I like that because yeah. you know, if you're Minnesota's gonna, on it, well, we're not on it yet. We're working, we're working on, on, it. on it. Working on it. Right. Yeah. But I, I would be surprised if that doesn't, if that doesn't move forward in Minnesota. Yeah. So, so one of the things that I think is really interesting about this debate is like how we're going to do it and how intrusive is it? And sure. I mean, we love our, you know, stay out of my private life government right like <laughs> I individualism love, i love how you're like when it's a ne- when it when it's a negative or like it's like it's always a negative like we love our privacy like yes. like as if as if it's a horrible thing I like know. I like think... it's still like you want your privacy in a lot of other ways you would like yeah. you know leave. And I, I think we talked about this before is like <laughs> it, are there some areas where privacy needs to be like 
a little bit of a back burner, right? Like, yeah, it, it's called the Patriot Act. Yeah. yeah. And so yes. we could open that can of so worms. I mean, like, <laughs> so, so like, are there situations where like, okay, so we're gonna try to, you know, get rid of this virus? Is or this terrorists. a time? Or yeah, yeah. So like, is yeah. this a time when maybe we need to say? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Anyway, nope. so one of the countries that um, is doing this. I think maybe to me it seems on the far extreme end is South Korea. Sure. And well, they're far extreme on all the things. Well, and they're they're. <laughs> Do you, have you listened yeah. to K-pop? Yeah. Have you? <laughs> yeah. There. I mean, well, we could. But and and their their numbers like of you know this virus response they've they've done pretty well. Sure. But their contact tracing to me seems like an example of what would the extreme of this look like. Right? Sure. So like everybody was mandated, you have to have this app on your phone. You mm-hmm. have to do temperature mm-hmm. checks. You have to do like there's heat sensors in public spaces. There's um, hand sanitizer everywhere. Everywhere. Around the there's yeah. like bathing in it. Yeah. Um, and then like supposedly if you enter like now I have it or whatever, they're stripping the they strip personal the personal data right exactly yeah, out of that data. But then they share it with everyone. So everyone in your gets if you're in your area gets an alert, right. an emergency alert, like somebody in your area has this and here's where they've been in the last two weeks and here's where they're being tra- like. Or and, like you get a text, you said you, you have been near somebody yeah, or in yeah, contact yeah. with somebody. Yeah. yeah. And what, so first I don't think that would ever fly here. <laughs> no, <laughs> nope. That's just nope. But I think it's super interesting because um, I read a couple of different things about this just yesterday and they're saying that there are people that are asking for more information. Like they're not, they're not responding negatively sure. to this program there. Which I found They're fascinating. Like, Let's just do it. I'll give yeah. you what, what other things do you want to know. Yeah, what like, I ate. It's, and they said it's increasing their trust in the government because they're being so transparent. Wow. I thought that was fascinating to me wow. because it just seems backwards or I don't know. It's it does my seem mind. backwards, right? Because it, yeah. it sounds very Orwellian. It yeah. sounds 1984. Yeah. We're going to track you everywhere you go yeah. and uh-huh. watch you. But I think that's the... I think some of that is needs to be... It's, it's a communication problem i mean uh, i mean like because what they're looking for is like they're not looking for i i, I should I, we should probably i should have done this we should have gotten some like information like what kind of questions do they ask you because i'm assuming like where have you been who have you been in contact with mm-hmm. and like not, what form of transportation have you used sure but so they're like, not asking you like what books have you been reading no <laughs> Uh, no. What websites do you frequent? Yeah. Um, what, you know, like who, you know, are you, uh, you know, what's your uh, sexual orientation? No. You know, what's your religion? They're not asking right. those it's things. It's literally just where are you connected, but yep. but our immediate, you know, not our immediate, but a lot of people's immediate response. And that I think this cuts both ways, liberal and conservative. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of people who are going to be concerned about this and mm-hmm. what are you going to do with the data yeah. and where is it going to be stored and who has access yeah. to it and you know all that and that's what i think stuff. is so interesting like just in what we're seeing here yeah is that people on both sides of this are like this is scary yeah or this is we're not sure about this yeah but there i mean like that i i think there are parallels to like the patriot act or like there's different surveillance uh things that came about after 9-11 mm-hmm. in terms of there there are sometimes we have as a nation and our courts and never you know have decided occasionally there are sometimes when these things need to be your privacy gets limited or yeah. your as we talked about it before or your li- liberties and freedoms <laughs> get limited yeah for a time period, for a specific reason, right. yep. um, and but that's a conversation to have, and it's 
we're have it's they're finally just starting to have it now interestingly um <laughs> sorry this is like a total tangent it's interesting to me because generally speaking well the, for at the beginning after 9-11 there was a lot of um bipartisan support for like surveillance things right we yes. gotta we gotta protect ourselves from the terrorists yeah um and i'm one of i mean i was not like i'm like that sounds like a good idea let's do that yeah i'm not a terrorist so sure. it's fine um i don't have corona so <laughs> track me all you want yeah um <laughs> Uh, but anyway, there was more bipartisan support, and then over time, I think uh, Democrats and, and liberals had more and more. Um, they were pushing back on it mm-hmm. because it was being overused, and and so ACLU is suing and that kind of yeah. stuff. So super interesting. Now, post um, Mueller investigation, Republicans are now like are pushing back yeah. on the surveillance things and and maybe not let's reauthorize everything blindly because of the way. so like this weird like completely like oh, conflation <laughs> of all these different things that, like for a brief moment maybe yes, liberals and democrats they'll, they'll be on the same wow, page yeah but uh yeah anyway uh back to corona yeah uh yeah i mean it, it's a what they say what they call it is a tool in the toolbox of of trying to con, you know we had the rochester we mentioned that one where they in rochester there's a house party people got you know yeah. somebody was sick there they were able to track 85 of the per, percent of those people down mm-hmm. and that's only going to help us but how do we do this in america in a way that it? people will not revolt again like I think it was super interesting that nobody seemed to be thinking about the fact that you can do this with your smartphones, right? When they, at the beginning of this, when they started putting out the, like the grades for your state. Yes. And then on county level, like we can see where you're moving, right? right? People were surprised that. Which I think is, that's a, uh, I want to put that one as my what the heck. Okay. My what the heck today (laughs) is that you didn't know. Yeah. Because in my sphere, or not necessarily sphere, but like in my internets, yeah, stuff I'm reading, we've been talking about this for 15 years. Yeah, maybe maybe really five or ten years. At least years. five, yeah. But like for mm-hmm. a long time, I'm gonna give a West Wing West uh, West Wing shout out, like yes. right at the beginning of West Wing, which was 20 years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. In the anyway, Late Sam Seaborn gives a whole yeah. speech about like the most important thing coming, you know, coming down the pike is going to be privacy, about digital privacy and medical records and he just yep. went all about the internet because the internet was new oh, back I then. I love that show. I know it's great. Uh how did you not know? How did you yeah, not know yes. when 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 the phone blings and tells you that Chipotle has a sale on uh, burritos when you're two blocks from Chipotle. Like, oh. how do you think that happens? How do you know? Right. And, and there, so anyway. Is like filled with ads about something that you were Googling right, the other day. This is really weird that this happens. Oh. No, it's not weird. No. It's, I mean, it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. But also like, yeah. So. Yeah. We should have known. We so, should have known. So how would we do this in a way <laughs> that. Dear government. Yeah. You should do it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I just about said a horrible thing. I'll say it anyway. I was. <laughs> this is a joke, but it'll probably be taken out of contest. We just just do it and don't tell anybody. Just use the cell phone data and just don't know. Um, that's not good. Um, uh, that's a. I I I don't think I have a good question yeah. or a good answer to that. But I think it's necessary. I don't know if we can do the automatic stuff. Mm-hmm. I think you can do some voluntary things. Mm-hmm. I think. You could have an app and people could download the app. Yeah, in our state, um, Target was working with the government on, right. this, on this app, yeah. Um, I think, but I but there is there the privacy thing, like to require somebody to do it. It's like the masks, mm-hmm. right? Like if you 
I think you, oh, geez. But see, it just, it gets dark mm -hmm. because even, I couldn't even say like a private business could say you have to, all my employees have to have this on their phone because uh, I don't have any control. I shouldn't have any control over what my my people do when they leave the building. You know, yeah. we talk about it in meetings where um, where we're talking about our safety protocols and things like that, where we talk about, I, I mention, I'm like, you guys are making your own choices once you leave the building, but mm -hmm. they will impact. If you decide to be do things that are risky and somebody gets sick, all, we're all shut down. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. But I mean, right. so that's a... I love that. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, Let's really? Take care it's kind of, for, well, for your family, your work family. For the work family, family right. And for the most part, uh, up until, you know, so we'll see how the reopening goes. Yeah. For the most part, I think everybody has been pretty... Uh, mindful of that because mm -hmm. they want to go to work. I mean, they, anyway. So do you think that the way, like some of these places in Minnesota are already doing this where like, you know, please tell us where you've been in the last two weeks and then we'll try to call all of these places. Like, is well, first this of all, who no, no, do? I don't answer the phone. <laughs> right. I probably, three, I, I, I probably, a phone. Minneapolis phone number called me three times in the last two days. Nope. Uh, I didn't answer it. Nope. You ain't going to leave a message. I, there's no, nothing no. Yeah. So I, I think that, um, that uh yeah i i think that's probably the best way to do it really is like is with the phone because it's less i think it would be less um creepy to sure. people maybe um, and i think i think that then there's an argument or maybe for like, online could you do it this, online where yeah. you go in like if you got it could i go to a portal yeah where i could Type in all this content, you know, like this is where I was. This is what you know. This is what I've been doing. Um, See, and then I would like just a self-reported thing. Give me an app because that's well. Then maybe you could do both. Efficient. But you could do yeah. both. If you were comfortable with an app, you could do the app. If I was in, uncomfortable with that, yeah. it's this. It could be the same app basically, but I manually input the information. The I mean, telephone game just seems so inefficient and and cost wise too. Like to hire. Well, we all gotta these hire. We gotta put all these people yeah. to work. What are we gonna have them do? Right. If we just app it out, <laughs> is that what it is? You just want to automate everybody's jobs away? Oh no! Yeah, you do. No. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it seems. It seems like what they're doing is super efficient, but it seems really creepy to me. Like South Korea's example, like right. super efficient. Like you're nailing this, and clearly it's working for you. Right. But it's really creepy. So, like, what level of efficiency are we going to say, okay, that's where we draw the line at now you're crossing into too creepy. I don't know. It's And it, and the whole thing sucks. Yeah. We've already mentioned oh, this. Yeah. The whole thing yes, sucks. Yes, it sucks. Uh, mm -hmm. And we'll never know, like, it'll be, we'll be able to look back because certain states will do it one way and yes. another. So, we'll be able to compare things. Then we'll see but, which way we're But better. it's happening in real time. It's yep. like... This is one of the things, and we can talk about education in the oh, future, yeah. but like mm -hmm. education is so hard because like we want to do things and we want to make changes and we want to improve it, but it's happening in real time in people's lives. Yeah. So like all of the children are always in, in an experimental education <laughs> zone at yeah. all times. Yeah. Uh, and this is kind of the same way, like we're never going to get it exactly right. Right. But um, so yeah, I guess uh, I guess we are going to agree-ish that we could maybe do a, a combo yeah, and okay. do a combo yeah. where it'll mm -hmm. be online and uh, app if you want it. Yeah, I think people can use. No wait, they can't. I don't know how do the data. Also, we just need to be honest. Yeah. none of us really know how that data crap works. No, we don't know. No, there. 
People say like there's not trust, right? But we we do it all the time. Yes. When uh, we're ordering things from Amazon, and there are some people who are hyper vigilant about it. Yeah. The Duck Duck Go thing I told you yes. about the, a uh-huh. couple times ago. Um, yeah. You can use that. There was an ad on other podcast I was listening to. There was an ad for. Uh, different internet. It was a, I don't even know what it was, but it was like a, it won't let you, you know, won't track your cookies. And, oh, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So immunity passports. Well, that's kind of part of it, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that sounds like a really great idea. No. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Immunity passports. What do you, so when we talk about immunity passports, we're talking about like, like an actual passport? Are we talking about like a like a card? What are we so talking about? So they've talked about, about countries, a lot of different countries are talking about this. Some countries are saying a wristband, like you'll get a wristband if you like have. Like a ride. Like, yeah, at, the, like, like at the fair. Like your, like your Mickey Mouse band. Oh, man. Um, at the some county people fair. are saying a card, like that you carry with you a certificate, right? Well, I don't like the wristband, I can tell you that, but yeah. I just don't want to put that on my wrist. Right, because your kid's going to lose it, right? Um, so if you've had the virus and now you have the antibodies, they're saying, like, let's identify you somehow so that we can restart the economy, right? Sure. So, like, oh, you're clear. You go back to work. Um, I've seen posts on that good old Facebook, like, people are calling. They're comparing this to the Star of David that was required right. by Jewish people, you know, in Well, Nazi it was Germany. required by the Nazis for the Jewish people. Yeah, yes, of the Jewish people. Sorry. You said in Nazi you said required by the Jewish people. Sorry. I don't think of, they were real of, keen on it. Of the Jewish people. <laughs> Thank yes. you for catching that word slip. Yep. Of the Jewish people. Yeah. Um and also I didn't realize but we have actually done this before. Um so somebody mentioned that we did a version of this with the yellow fever and so I looked at that a little bit. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. I was that. not aware of that at all. Um, but turns out it was didn't play out very well. Um, uh, oh, and, really? People, yeah. re- people. <laughs> this was, I mean, and this was, um, it, you know, exacerbated wealth inequalities. It was also like slave versus free. Like there was, there was a all lot kinds of, of, yes. Um, but we still have some countries in Africa where you have to have, you know, a card showing proof of immunizations against certain things before you travel there. So I feel like it's in place in certain places already. Sure. But the idea that like this is going to allow certain individuals to get back to work while certain individuals are still stuck at home. Right. Like there's a privilege battle there. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's all messed up. (laughs) Well, because like it's just like. It's a crap show. It's a crap show. (laughs) It's a crap show because nobody is like ideologically pure. Basically. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. uh, obvious, I mean, my initial, my knee-jerk reaction is almost always going to be like, ew. Like, ew. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why. My gen- genetic makeup just yeah. makes me like, ah, like yeah. another, uh-huh. another thing. Yep. Um, I have, uh, a passport and a, and a driver's license that was mm-hmm. issued to me and that doesn't creep me out. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I think, uh, first of all, I'd like to say this, um, and we've talked about it before. I'm going to talk about it again and again and again. What I really f- get frustrated about at the beginning of all these conversations is the imp- implied motives. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, people who are for it, against it, but usually, like, when they're against it, they're, like, the, they are implying the motive is that pe- the government wants to control us. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just, like, guys, we're just throwing stuff at the wall here yeah. trying to figure out how to make this work. Yeah. Um, and so, like, like how could the... Yeah. <laughs> 
Why does it always have to be like, see, they're gonna, they're gonna, gonna control us. To the extreme, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think that it, I don't know. In this regard, like people are worried about, like, what are they worried about, like pers- being persecuted? So here, it's are you gonna taking be taking away my freedom? Gonna, but how? <laughs> no, wait. Okay, because the people who have the card could now travel. Yeah. Okay. You can you can work and you can travel and whatever. Yeah. What if it didn't? Well, geez. Okay. Yeah. No. Sorry. I was like, I was thinking uh, in, my, in my mind, I was thinking like, well, what if it didn't, this wouldn't work that way. But I'm like, what if it didn't preclude you from being able to do something, but like it just to let people know that you're, no, that's not going to work either. That's going to yeah. be worse. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I see, I see, I, mm-hmm. this is, this is. Because would you saying, get one with a vaccine then too, then if you, if eventually in the, fu- that, yeah, like in like the future, vaccine, there'd be a vaccine, you'd get a, you'd get a card. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm also knee jerk against that. Mm-hmm. But we already do have some requirements. Like mm-hmm. if your kids go to school yep. or whatever, you have to prove. I mean, they don't yeah. wear a car. They don't wear a star on their shirt. But right. like they have to prove to somebody yeah. that they. Yep. Um, and I, I think so many things about this are just curious to me. And I just always have a lot of questions. But um, the World Health Organization and other, you know, epidemiologists, you know, those experts that people are <laughs> so fond of right now. Um, they're saying it's actually a bad idea because we don't know. If like if you have a positive right. antibody test, right. we don't know if that means you're immune. Sure. We don't know how long that lasts. I don't know how long so, like, we don't know anything about it. So it might this be card might just create a mess. Would it because, be like a false sense of security? Yeah. Be kind of like that, which is it's kind of funny because we never talk about this because they're the experts. You know, so we reference experts that we want, right? <laughs> yeah. So oh, like yeah. so the WHO, you're gonna be like referencing them now, but they also still don't recommend masks. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, people are like, the experts tell us to wear masks, which is currently the CDC. Yeah. Uh, but the WHO doesn't. Yeah. Like, and so there's a... <laughs> yeah. I find it interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's probably not worth it. That's right. I'm gonna, that's where I'm going to land on it. Mm-hmm. It's probably not worth the, the uh, turmoil or the social unrest or pushback, whatever it is, like, because of all those things. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know if it's going to be. And it wouldn't it be better? I mean, that's wouldn't it just are automatically better if we continue until we have some sort of confirmed, yes. like, mass well, immunity so and whatever. Yeah. Like, that's what they tell. That's what the other experts tell us anyway is just operate and assume, like, like you – First, it was operate and assume like uh, everybody has it. Yeah. But then, then I think it's a better model to just operate and assume that you have it. Yeah. Which is why you should wash your hands and wear a mask and yep. do, you know. So, mm-hmm. I just think it's probably not worth it. Like, like let's 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 contact on. Let's do contact tracing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's already hot button but enough as it is. We can't do all of them because mm-hmm. it'll just be too much. But I I did think um, and again I just like to ask a lot of questions but I did think one example that came to mind was when you go to the clinic um, you're asked immediately before you register if you've traveled outside of the country right Um, and it used to be like have you traveled to these specific places now it's just like have you gone to anywhere yeah and I feel like are we already kind of doing this like if if you say you've traveled to these countries then you have to put a mask on you're sitting over here instead of over you know like i just wonder maybe this is already happening on a much much smaller level that we're just not really thinking about yeah and i think that maybe that's kind of what i was thinking of when i said right we're not ideologically pure necessarily Mm -hmm. uh because like uh you know uh let's all we'll this would be another one we'll talk about um Generally speaking, Republicans are usually pretty keen on having voter ID laws to to 
to vote, right? Yeah. Um, so you're requiring people to get a government issued ID, which essentially this is going to be the same thing. This is yeah. going to be, a, it's going to prove that you're a citizen, so you're allowed to vote here, but this mm-hmm. is going to prove that you have the antibodies or whatever. Yeah. Um, so why not? So th- what's the difference there? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I like. And Ooh, like, yeah. what's the difference there? Or mm-hmm. the, well, we're already asking people if you've been to Mexico um, yeah. uh, in the last six months or mm-hmm. wherever it was. <clears throat> I'm just thinking like that in, wasn't the, a problem. in airports when you're, you know, returning and you're going through you're going customs, to customs or whatever, yeah. like it's, have you traveled to these places? Right. Here's Did your you do that? Did you touch process? a goat? Do you have a potato? <laughs> you know, yeah. the whole yeah. nine yards and we just go through it and roll our eyes and it's no big deal. Right. And, yeah. So it's already maybe a little bit of that. Sure. Okay. The other piece of this that you brought up that you wanted to talk about was modeling. Well, I just think modeling is super interesting. <laughs> And now and all I have, I'm sorry, no, I have, uh, I have a song rolling in my head now too, and I don't think I'm going to sing it. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll tag it on the end of the yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Because now I need to know what song that is. I okay. don't know, but you model on a catwalk. That's all I'm going to put oh. out there. I mean, that's all I'm going to put out there. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Well, modeling. Right. Okay. First of all, modeling. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, we need a whole show on modeling. So much. Uh huh. I think modeling is a great. It's a. T- it's a tool, mm-hmm. and it's great. Um. Well, maybe it's not great, but like we use them all the time. We use them for all kinds of things. We use them in business. We use them. So this is. But model. Yep. So specifically, we just. What do we want to just talk about? Like how? Like why do we look at the models? I mean, that's the. They're all wrong, and the yeah. thing that I that bugs me up to to no up to no end is like people who put models out that they say that all the time, mm-hmm. like every model is wrong. Yep. Um, and our state has has their own ones, and we can probably talk about those a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But they always say every time they're releasing their data, they're like, "We're not predicting specific numbers. We're not predicting this. Mm-hmm. We are looking for patterns. We are looking for and uh, patterns can create estimates, right? Yeah. And so we're looking for patterns, and we're looking for trajectories, and we're looking for that yeah. kind of stuff to make decisions. Best guess. It's a best guess because nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, really, like yeah. nobody knows. And so first, I think there's too many models, right? Um, <laughs> Everybody wants to have their own model and nobody wants to share whatever. There's too many models. And I think that's, I'm saying that just because it's adding to the confusion. Like, you're going to say this data and you're going to say this data. Well, you're looking at two different things. So everybody's like, well, why are you saying opposites? Well, they're using different models. Right. I think that makes it confusing. But um, I did find um, the, the organization 538 put together a pretty lengthy piece, but I thought it was easily readable, um, detailing the differences between many of the major models. Oh, and so yeah. like they compare them and like this model uses this data t- and this is why this model looks different because they're basing it on this. And I thought that was right. helpful. If you're, yeah. if you're interested in the data. If you're a, geek, if you're a data geek. If you're a nerd yes, like me, that, absolutely. that's interesting. Because um, it all, all the inputs make a difference like yes you're 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 making assumptions you're also putting in different data you're looking at different things it's so like yes and some models are basing their information on we're maintaining the social distancing guidelines some models are saying we're not doing anything and so your projections are going to be totally different so it's interesting to look at just in one compilation why are these models different and which ones are looking at what i thought that was interesting yeah um I also thought that the Financial Times, which I have never read before. You've never read the Financial never read Times. Before, I don't know um, if I have. Because why? Um, but <laughs> anyway. Because money's cool. Why? Um, but they have actually a really cool interactive interactive tools that you can play with. And, and I felt like they gave a really good explanation for the different modeling again, but also 
their models are just pretty interesting and fascinating to me. So, hmm. again, if you're into data, um, if you're a geek like you're me, data geek, um, go there and yeah, I'll post the link for that. But one of the things I thought was really interesting um, as of yesterday, the U.S. is currently accounting for a third of global daily deaths, um, even though we're only 4.25 percent of the global population. Ouch! I think a little disproportionate there. Nah, it's like the uh, the pollution <laughs> the <laughs> per capita. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we're winning. We're winning. Oh. No. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't. I did not see that once. That once. That wasn't the one you sent me. Um, you sent me a graph that I poo-pooed yes. at. I was like, Bleh. that was a different graph. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah. you know, and like so, models, right? You. They're useful tools, but they can't tell you they can't they can't tell you everything, mm-hmm. um, and they only tell you like what you know a snapshot of yeah whatever. But and I think that's that's been really interesting is like people are just pissed because like hey what what you said was going to happen didn't happen. Or, I know. Or why do you keep changing the model? Like you keep changing what you're estimating. You know, like and so people. It are, is frustrating. So yeah. like we have like it ha- that has I mean that it's frustrating because you want to. But and, I think because we don't understand what modeling is. Like, we sure. didn't understand that this was just a really shot in the well, dark then I best also guess. Go, like, why do you keep looking at the, Well, I guess the, the people who are making decisions are yes. using the models to do stuff. But yeah. um, I, I, I liken it to, um, I have, well, lots of people do this, but, like, they love to complain about the weather, right? Yeah. Like, yet <laughs> yeah. compulsively, so, like, the weathermen, are, they always are ne- always wrong. They're never right, and they just, they're never right, mm-hmm. never right, and they just yep. like to complain about that all the time but will compulsively check the weather all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- they are not ever right. So they're, yeah. but they're making, they're generally right. Like they, they aren't protecting, predicting that it's going to snow today. Yeah. Like it's not Yay. going to snow today. Right. It's supposed to yeah. be ooh, like in the sixties or something. Yeah. Uh, but they're like pretty close to right. And they can tell you trends like, yeah. okay, in the next five days, it's going to be warmer. And then, yeah. you know, it's probably going to rain at some point on Saturday, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, but like why we accept their, you know, even though we complain about those, like we accept that that is, you know, we're not calling for pitchforks necessarily yeah. for the weathermen. Right. Uh, but mm-hmm. this also has a lot more impact than the weather. I mean, it's yeah. not just like, oh, we were going to have a picnic um, mm-hmm. and now we can't have a picnic. Yeah. It's like, oh, my business has been closed for eight weeks. And mm-hmm. you said a lot of people were going to die. And so far they haven't died. Uh, well, not on the haven't died. The numbers. Well, I mean, because that's okay. So we'll talk about Minnesota. So. Again, um, I haven't agreed with everything. I think our governor and, and his team are doing a pretty bang-up job. Um, Minnesota has their own models um, mm-hmm. that they've been working with the University of Minnesota and, and uh, some uh, hospitals and stuff, and they keep updating them mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, they're, you know, this is not the, again, these are not, they're saying we're not trying to put out uh, specific numbers, yeah. but the average number predicted deaths in Minnesota, is according to our models, uh, the last one that came out, I think, was like, was it 80,000? 80,000. Mm-hmm. 80,000 COVID deaths in Minnesota within the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. We have had 600 and change. 700 so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, roughly. I wish I had that number. I know. I should have looked that up. Yeah. We'll try to pull that up for you. Uh but, but like, so even I have, so I'm like, I'm glad they're using the models. They need to, but also I'm looking at it and I'm going, I can't, I'm not saying that they're wrong, yeah. but I can't comprehend mm-hmm. because in order to hit those numbers, 
we have to have so much more death that I also can't foresee that we wouldn't be shut down again. Like if that was the number, like how is it? So anyway, I, Mm -hmm. so even I, and I want to really, like, I want to believe in the model, but I'm also like, that doesn't jive. How does that even, Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I think New York had a hundred thousand is it 100 or 90,000 deaths or something like that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's New York. It's like the biggest epicenter. The population is way bigger than Minnesota, yep. but we're going to be like the same. Anyway. Yeah. What say you? <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Um, I I think it's been it's been frustrating a little bit because... I don't, <laughs> a little bit? A this whole lot. thing's been frustrating. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't sit and like take the time to think through the rationale behind modeling every time a new model comes out, right? right? Like, so, oh, you, you just your look model. at it and you're like, oh, look, yeah. less people are going to die. More people yeah. are going to die. Yep. And so, you know, all of these, all of these major models have increased because, you know, we're reopening and we're, you know, doing all of this and we've surpassed what initial models said nationwide, sure. right? Like initial models were a little bit lower than this. We've surpassed that, whatever. Um, I looked at the Minnesota modeling, like the rationale. Um, yesterday just because I wasn't really sure other than that we're doing our own modeling Um, and it did say you know Minnesota created their model based on local data which great Um, but also looking at states who were further ahead in this virus than we were sure and just kind of like patterns that you can see you know happening there versus here Mm -hmm. which is great in theory Um, but then like you said New York City compared to Minnesota like should we really be looking at that as an, example, as an example, to base our model right. off of how much weight can we put in models? But but yet, like you said, government needs something. You got you have, you have to, to have right. something to base policy around, and right. We use this in all other areas of of everything. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, we we use it to try to we use modeling to predict what we should do with our businesses. We uh-huh. use modeling to predict like, do we need to build another school in our community? Do yeah. we not need to build another school? Yep. What's, you know, and those are, and that's, I bring the school one up like that one. <laughs> we, in our, you know, that was oh. a model that was wrong in our town years ago. They had a model that basically said our school was going to implode. Die. Yeah. And so we mm-hmm. sold off and shut down a bunch of our schools. And then it turned out it was oh, absolutely wrong. And so now we're it's trying struggling. to, we're struggling to try mm-hmm. to find enough space yeah uh but you can't so i guess i just uh i just wish people wouldn't fault the modelers or like um and because it can change so dramatically on an instant like sure the minute you change policy or the minutes people stop following policy or guideline like that throws your whole model in the trash and you have to redo like to redo it yeah yeah it's it's not a static thing and it's like it's like uh that's why economics is so interesting but also like so hard right Mm -hmm. because economists are constantly trying you know and they're making predictions we're going to do this and then there's going to be this growth rate and this and this whole industry is going to see an increase in in jobs or a decrease in jobs and whatever and they're all the problem is is that it's the world is populated with humans (laughs) yeah What? And we, I know, and we are in some ways terribly predictable. But one of the ways we're predictable is that we're really not predictable. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, yeah. yeah, we snap and have a house party, and now there's more yep. COVID, or yep. we decide that we're scared, so we stay home, so there's less. You know, like yep. I, who knows? Yeah, it's a crapshoot. It's a total crapshoot. We mm-hmm. don't know. They don't know how it's gonna in the in the summertime. You know, like there's still. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for summertime to be a like a, a panacea that's gonna make the the virus go away. Yeah. But it's very possible that it it will diminish naturally. 
um, and then maybe come back again. Maybe mm-hmm. it won't come back again. Like, I mean, I think it's really difficult. This whole modeling thing is because it makes people question these quote unquote experts exactly so much more because like wait you were so wrong so clearly you're telling us lies or right. clearly you don't know what you're talking about like that's not how modeling works right and I think that's really frustrating too I think that's a huge from especially from uh, from conservative circles maybe maybe not just from conservative circles but something that I, like we need to keep in mind um, is which is why you need to look for good leaders yeah <laughs> uh, like uh, I will just say Mr. Walls seems to be someone who takes in quite a bit of different data mm-hmm. um, and talks to different groups and whatnot because uh, the people who are doing the models and the disease experts and all these people, that is what they do. Yeah. That's But that's also the only thing they do. Yeah. So uh, a good way to think about it, at least the way I think about it is, so I have uh, I have heart disease that runs in my family. So mm-hmm. I had a heart attack, geez, was that like eight years ago? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so I have a specialist. So I have a cardiologist. Mm-hmm. My cardiologist is great, uh, but generally uh, in the cardiology world, the only thing that the cardiologist is worried about is if I die of a heart attack. Right. They do not care about anything else. Mm-hmm. Their job is to keep me from dying from a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to put me on you know certain kind of drugs. They're going to put you know whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, they don't really care. Uh, I don't want to make it like, like they're cold-hearted, but right. their main concern is not yeah. if I get diabetes, if my muscles atrophy, like yep. whatever it is, as long as I don't die of a heart attack. Yep. If you have, a, you know, uh, a lung problem, whatever, you're going to have a lung specialist. That's the only thing I care about. Right. So you got disease people and health experts. They're like the only thing that they are focused on right now. How do I keep people from dying from COVID? Yeah. So and th- you you need and they. So I think that's what's great about walls as an example. Sure. Is that yes, we're going to talk to all of these experts, but we're also going to like, okay, so people from the business the industry, business community, from, like, right, you know, exactly. academia, Bring those- like we're bringing in a team. Right. Um, I've appreciated that. I've, I've heard from, you know, local individuals or, you know, churches where like we're, we're talking to a team of people right. about like, what does this look like for us? How can we do this? What does reopening possibly look like? Sure. If you only talk to other people in that same bubble. Right. You're never going to. You're not going to succeed, right? No. It's not going to go well. So I, I think, like you said, I think that example has been good. So uh, there's so there's my plug for making really, like try to make really good hard choices about not just people who ideologically line up with you but mm-hmm. who in look at you who, agreeing uh, with the blue democratic uh, governor wow well, <laughs> i know but like someone you look for someone who you think is gonna is gonna take in as much information as yes. possible yep. and, and then make a make a decision and also be comfortable with the fact that we're gonna be wrong yeah mm-hmm. so and i think oh that's a really good summation because i think in so many issues we do that right within our ideological bubbles is just like we can get so entrenched in um, only looking at opinions that we agree with mm-hmm. instead of like we need to look at all of the stuff right. and form opinions and we need to be willing to yeah, say let's look at all the stuff, right? Like, <sighs> but that's hard, Tammy. Not, not and that takes That takes a lot of work. Not, yeah, individualistic. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's walk away from Let's walk away let's from walk away that from right this. now. So mm-hmm. I think that we, we ended on a fairly positive note, but we'll yeah. move, in, move into our Minnesota Nice segment where mm-hmm. we like to share something that has uh, not had us saying what the heck, but yes. saying, uh, well, isn't that nice? So what's a little bit of happiness? Give okay. me some happiness. This is super silly and... Yay! <laughs> yes! It's just really 
really um, yes. insignificant to most people in the world. But personally, <laughs> I just had a really big win. Um, so trying for multiple reasons to um, eat gluten-free. And we're not going to get into that right now <laughs> okay. because that's a can of worms. Whoa. Right? But <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to know. <laughs> no. Um, but sad for you. I'm so sad. Sad for me, yes. um, but it's going well. Whatever. It's helping me. But... Um, I'm a baker, and I oh, yeah, just right. struggled so much to figure out gluten-free baking. Anyway, this week found a brownie recipe Ooh. that my whole family, who are gluten-free haters, oh. um, loved them. Nice. And, like, they were delicious. They wouldn't have known they were gluten-free. Like, all of those comments, like, this is a big win. So that was a huge happy face for me this week. Yay. I found some brownies that are delicious. That's fantastic. And I can eat them. Sneaking them. Did you tell them before? Did they know they were gluten-free? Yes. Oh, that's it. Because I was like, hey, you shouldn't eat these. They're gluten-free. You don't like gluten-free stuff. Sure. Like, no, we got to try it. We got to try it. Oh, these are really good. Like, yeah, they're mine. So stay away. But wow. no, I, I shared. Yeah. Anyway. We, uh, our family has uh, played, uh, we'll say played around, but um, mm-hmm. uh, with the, with ve- eating vegan or yes. what we call mostly vegan. We can, That's a whole nother two. Yes. But uh, we have a black bean brownie. Yes. Recipe. I've had these. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're, and they have black beans in them and they are real good. Mm-hmm. And it's super fun to make them and not tell people. And then they're yes. like, these brownies are amazing. I'm yes. like, oh really? They're half black beans. I actually, I, <laughs> Sneak I keep, in some I keep goodness meaning in there. to do this, but to have your wife make those. Um, oh. Oh, yeah. For my husband, because oh. he is anti-black bean in anything. Oh, we can. Like, that's well, the worst. It'll be fine. So yeah, there's enough I chocolate just, in yeah. there. <laughs> I do believe there's gluten in there though, so that might. Right. That's not going to be. Yeah. No. But um. Anyway. Yeah. No. Um, and cool. I mean, we won't talk about the amount of sugar that goes into no, that. No, 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 no. But it was a happy. It was a there. win for me. Yeah. So what do you have? Uh. Well, <laughs> this one is just is totally uh personal. This yeah. is totally personal. I just thought it was really awesome and kind of fun um <laughs> that I was on the phone with my sister uh in Milwaukee the other day and I was on speakerphone cuz that's the way she rolls. Yeah. Love you to death. <laughs> Hate, Hate speakerphone. speakerphone. <laughs> uh but anyway, she's in the, her garage doing whatever she was doing and she was talking to me and uh my niece came in and she uh, into the room and she's like, "Uh are you listening to, my, to Uncle Mike's podcast or are you on the phone? Like, she, <laughs> Because apparently they've been listening to it and I thought that was... That's so great. And they listened to it on a speaker, I guess. And um, and it, it's... Uh, anyway, so I just thought that was kind of... It was like heartwarming and that's fun. Great. Like, oh, they're listening to it and mm-hmm. that's nice. That's so, nice. Isn't that nice? That is nice. <laughs> oh, great. I love uh, it. All right. So nice. Okay. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Flyover Logic. This is Mike and Tammy saying that even if you don't have time to land here, we're glad you found time to listen.